in Christ, we have been forgiven. We just, just read those words, words we hear each and every week through our liturgy. In some form or fashion, we hear that we have been forgiven through Christ. Right, and, 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 and after a time of reflection, a time of, co- of collective confession, we're told that God's mercy triumphs over all. And that our debts, our sins, and our trespasses have been forgiven. Lord, teach us to pray. This is the series that we are currently in. And as we follow Jesus' answer to his disciples, asking, Lord, teach us to pray. And he said, Our Father in the heavens, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom realm arrive. And may your will and desires come into being upon the earth just as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. That's where we left off last week. And then Jesus continues and forgive us. Release us from our debts as we forgive, as we release those who are indebted to us. You see, forgiveness and release of debt. This idea of releasing someone of their debts whether it's a sin type of a debt or an actual owed monetary debt, is central to the entirety of our Judeo-Christian faith. This is a central tenet of our Judeo-Christian faith. Everything from Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, right? The Year of Jubilee, the Festival of of, of Tabernacles, into the New Testament, Christ crucified, died for us, his body, his blood, in, with, and under the bread and the cup. And the list goes on. Being let off the hook is what we're talking about here. Being let off the hook for something that is owed. Being released of a debt that is owed. And for us, it's that shrinking of the gap between God and us. But also notice here, it's a shrinking of the gap between us and us. It's a shrinking of that gap between you and me, a shrinking of the gap between me and you, of you and them, and them and you. It's trying to tie that string again, if you were in the book study this past week. And in in keeping in pattern with this prayer as a whole, right, where we've been talking about our Father, yeah? Yeah? Not my father, not your father, but our father. And then last week we talked about our daily bread, not your daily bread or my daily bread. Well, this week we talk about our debts and our sins. Because throughout this whole prayer, you can see Jesus is alluding to this mysterious connectiveness that we all have in the Trinity, in, with, and under the Father as his beloved creation, but also this mysterious connectedness that we all have within the body of Christ together. And for us as his body, we have through, we have been forgiven through Christ. We've been let off the hook and released of any debt that we may carry. 
right? These are the words we hear each and every week. But so too are we told to let off the hook to release and forgive others of the debt that they owe us. Not seeking revenge, but allowing hearts to heal. Our hearts, their hearts to heal and allowing the spirit to work. But let's face it, we have a much easier time with the first half of this petition than the second half. Right? It's a lot easier for us to pray, God, forgive us our debts and sins. But if prayer is transformative and prayer changes our hearts, it's a lot easier for us to pray the second as we forgive those who owe us or who have sinned against us. It's easy for us to want and desire forgiveness for ourselves. We want forgiveness from God. We want forgiveness from other people. We want to be given the benefit of the doubt, but it's not so much when it comes to other people. It's not so easy to give others the benefit of the doubt, to release them from the debt that they owe. But if you look at how Jesus follows up this prayer, immediately following this prayer, these are the next two verses that come as Jesus is teaching from the side of the mount. He goes, For if you forgive others their debts, their sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Jesus says, But if you do not forgive others their debts, their sins, neither will your Father forgive your debts and your sins. You see, it's not that God can't forgive us if we're not willing to forgive others, right? The divine, the, 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 the divine creator of the cosmos who is outside of time and space can do whatever the divine creator of the cosmos wants to do. But rather it's as if Jesus is saying, well, you know, if you're closed off to one kind of avenue of forgiveness... Maybe you've kind of closed yourself off to even receiving it yourself. I don't know. I'll kind of just let that sit there this morning. But what I want to do is I want to embody the practice of receiving and offering forgiveness. I want to just take this petition and go from our head to our hearts. We'll come back in a few minutes to finish the last petition. We're, we're going to kind of, remember when I took a one-week break from this series? Well, it really messed up my doing this series as a bridge to Advent because Advent, believe it or not, starts next week. And so we're going to do, instead of one longer sermon today, if you've noticed, we kind of were breaking this up into two shorter sermons, two shorter reflections. We'll come back to the last petition in a moment. But what I want to do is just take a few minutes to Allow the Spirit to transform our being, our hearts. As this prayer helps to inform and form the liturgy of our walk with Christ. And so if you're comfortable doing so, I'd like to invite you to just simply open up your right hand. That's it. That's your left. There we go. Just simply open up your right hand. And invite God to gently guide your memory to a time this past week. Just stick with this past week, if that's easier. Allow God to gently guide your memory to a time this past week where you may have fallen short. 
The New Testament word that we is normally translated as sin, the Greek word amartia, literally just means having missed the mark, okay? So perhaps think of a way in which you missed the mark. You fell short of love with a family member, maybe your neighbor, a stranger, an enemy, or even with yourself. And simply let the Spirit mercifully turn on the lights so you can see more and more of the reality that's in your midst. Let's take about 15 seconds or so and think of one time you fell short this week. now with your right hand still open, use your imagination and, 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 and be creative in this and, and, and pretend that you are holding that sin in your right hand. That time you fell short, that time you missed the mark, what does it look like if you were holding it in your hand? What does it feel like to hold that shortcoming, that failure? Just take another brief moment to humbly, humbly hold this reality in God's loving presence. What is God, who is infinite love, doing or saying in response to what you just shared with him? Just take a brief moment. And now keeping your right hand open, please open your left hand and invite God to now gently guide your memory to one person who has sinned against you. Someone who may have missed the mark in your relationship, who has let you down this past week. Maybe it was a small slight. Maybe it was a devastating blow to your relationship but simply allow the Spirit to mercifully direct your attention and just bring one specific person to mind. Take about 10 or 15 seconds or so. Now imagine that you're gently holding this person who hurt you in your left hand. What is their name? What do they look like sitting in the palm of your hand? What emotions does this person evoke in you as you hold them in your hand? Let yourself feel it. Don't censor your thoughts. Just let yourself feel whatever it is that you feel looking at this person in your left hand. And take a moment to humbly hold this person in God's loving presence 
as a child of God. What is, again, what is God who is infinite love doing in response to what you just shared about this person? Just take about 10 or 15 seconds or so. And I'll finally bring both hands together in front of your heart, whatever feels comfortable with how you hold your hands. But bring together both your sin in your right hand and your neighbor's sin in your left hand. And now simply feel the weight of the ways in which we all have fallen short of the mark that has been set by our Abba, our Father, through Christ and in His Spirit. And if you are willing, repeat after me, either out loud or in the silence of your own heart, holding both your sin and those who sinned against you. Most merciful God, forgive me. Forgive them. Most merciful God, forgive me as I forgive them. May your mercies flow down upon me. May your mercies flow down upon them. Thank you for grace. Amen and amen.